Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Pilot reported that they landed across from the Wendy's. Emergency landing. A small Cessna plane forced down on a snowy highway in Virginia with seven on board. I look up and there's a, you know, a plane 20 feet above me. Plus, millions along the East Coast face freezing temps under a blanket of snow and ice. Don't think it was really built for the snow. The CBS Evening News starts right now. Good evening, I'm Nora O'Donnell, and thank you for being with us on this busy Friday night. We'll have more on the deadly storm slamming much of the country with snow and Arctic cold in a moment. But first, the stunning new indictment of Alec Baldwin, why prosecutors once again charge the actor with involuntary manslaughter in connection with the 2021 shooting death on the set of the movie Rust. What led them to bring back the criminal case nine months after initial charges were dropped? Plus, CBS News joins the U.S. Navy in the Middle East. CBS's Charlie Daggett gets a first-hand look at U.S. warships home to the 4,000 sailors and Marines in the region trying to keep the peace. But we want to begin with the second major winter storm in less than a week, dropping heavy snow from Washington to Philadelphia to New York. Those snowy roadways were the backdrop for the drama that unfolded when a single-engine Cessna caravan with seven people on board was forced to make an emergency landing on a busy highway in Virginia. CBS's Christina Ruffini is on the scene. An unexpected sight for drivers on this snowy road in Virginia today. I look up and there's a, you know, a plane 20 feet above me. This commuter airplane carrying five passengers and two crew members made an emergency landing four minutes after taking off from nearby Dulles Airport. If I was probably speeding, uh, they probably would have landed on top of me. The plane made it up to about 1,100 feet before having to divert and make an emergency landing on the Loudoun County Parkway. A ground stop at Washington Reagan froze travel plans earlier this morning. With over 1,000 cancellations nationwide, New York's LaGuardia and New Jersey's Newark among the hardest hit. 
Constance Douglas is trying to make it home to Costa Rica, but only made it as far as Newark. Very frustrated. That's the, that's the bad thing of traveling. Wintry conditions are pummeling roads. In New York, a car trying to pass a semi crashed into a snowplow. No one was injured. In Nutley, New Jersey, the Department of Transportation is trying to drive home road safety. CBS correspondent Meg Oliver is there. Here in northern New Jersey, salt crews are working overtime to coat the roads with massive amounts of salt before freezing temperatures overnight to reduce crashes. Are you running low on salt? Well, we're running low. We had a lot of salt that we used in the last storm. It was an 18-hour storm. We used a lot of salt, a lot of ice, but we're, we're okay. And dangerous temperatures are also prompting rescues. Just stay right on your belly. In Michigan, body camera video captured a state police officer risking his life to rescue a 65-year-old man who fell through a frozen lake on Thursday. Even the victim's dog, Ruby, helped get him out. No injuries were reported in the landing here, and crews towed away the wreckage shortly before we came on air. Now, temperatures are expected to continue to drop into the teens, making roads like the one behind me and throughout the region potentially very dangerous over the weekend. Nora? Yeah, good news that no one was hurt in that emergency landing. Christina Ruffini, thank you so much. Well, for a look ahead at the snow and brutal cold this weekend and another storm in the West, let's bring in meteorologist Chris Warren from our partners at the Weather Channel. Chris, good evening. Good evening, Nora. Our latest winter storm causing all the problems there on the East Coast is finally moving out. Just some lingering mountain snow and lake effect snow also hanging around through the rest of this evening. Bitterly cold temperatures once again return to so much of the country. Could see wind chills 20 to even 30 degrees below zero this weekend. An atmospheric river bringing inches of rain, a feet of mountain snow to the west. Before a warm-up for a lot of the country, an ice threat early in the week. And the flood threat also exists. Then after that, by the end of next week, Nora, temperatures will be as warm as 60 degrees or warmer in Dallas to almost 80 degrees in Charleston, South Carolina. That sounds good. Chris Warren, thank you. Now to the breaking news about actor Alec Baldwin, charged for the second time for the 2021 fatal shooting on the set of the movie Rust. Special prosecutors brought the new case after getting a second expert analysis of the gun used in the shooting. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti has more on this surprising reversal. Alec Baldwin once again facing involuntary manslaughter charges for his handling of a gun on the set of the movie Rust that killed cinematographer Helena Hutchins. A New Mexico grand jury says the actor had total disregard or indifference for the safety of others. Since the shooting more than two years ago, the case against Baldwin has been a legal roller coaster. The indictment comes one year after he was initially charged. That charge dismissed last April. Everything about the moves in this case had to do with various analysis of the weapon itself. Baldwin has always maintained his innocence, beginning in his first meeting with investigators. It should have been a cold gun with no rounds inside or dummy rounds. I take the gun out slowly, I turn, I cock the pistol, bang, it goes up, she hits the ground. At first, the FBI concluded that the gun could not have gone off accidentally, but the weapon was later re-examined with replacement parts. The defense will definitely have experts to say, this gun is not the gun that was the original gun. The original gun was so old that it fell apart when it was time for analysis. Baldwin in a statement saying, we look forward to our day in court. Alec Baldwin has two courts. He has a jury, but he also has a court of public opinion because 
He has a career that he doesn't want to see go down the drain. Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, whose job it was to inspect these weapons on set, faces an identical charge. Her trial begins next month. Meanwhile, filming of this movie, it wrapped last spring. At this point, it's unclear when and where it will be released, Nora. Jonathan Vigliotti, thank you. Now to some more breaking news out of Uvalde, Texas. A grand jury will consider possible criminal charges against police officers over their failed response to the school shooting at Robb Elementary that left 19 students and two teachers dead, according to multiple local reports. And this comes one day after the Justice Department released a scathing review detailing the critical failures of 376 officers who waited more than an hour to take action against the gunman. Now to America Decides and the Republican primary in New Hampshire now just four days away. There's new indication tonight that Republicans are closing ranks around Donald Trump. Our Caitlin Huey Burns has been crisscrossing the Granite State with the candidates. Donald Trump back in New Hampshire tonight with a major boost days before polls open, snagging the endorsement of South Carolina Senator Tim Scott. Oh, man. I'm so excited for the announcement tonight. That announcement is a setback for Nikki Haley, with her home state senator rejecting his former governor. Haley is a distant second in the polls, and she's taking the gloves off, challenging Trump to tell the truth. When Trump says that I'm trying to kill Social Security, that is a lie. On social media, Trump has falsely questioned Haley's eligibility to run for president and refers to her Indian ancestry mocking her first name, Nimrata, although she's used her middle name, Nikki, all her life. She was born in the United States. Do you think that the attacks that Trump is waging against you are racist? I mean, look, I'll let, the, I'll let people decide what he means by his attacks. What we know is, look, he's clearly insecure. If he goes and does these temper tantrums, he's insecure. He knows that something's wrong. I don't sit there and worry about whether it's personal or what he means by it. Oh, yeah. It's disgusting. Independent voter Dan O'Donnell says his vote for Haley is a vote against Trump. He asked Haley to assure him she would not join Trump's ticket as vice president. It's just, it's totally off the table. She told you it's totally off the table. Totally off the exact, very adamant, totally off the table. Haley said today she's staying through the South Carolina primary, where Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is trying to salvage his struggling campaign. As long as I'm in the hunt, um, that, that tells me that I have, uh, that I'm seeing a pathway. Tim Scott is the 25th senator to endorse Donald Trump. The former president now has the support of over half Republicans in Congress. The latest sign the party is rallying around his campaign. Nora? Caitlin Huey Burns there at an event tonight. Thank you. Well, President Biden spoke with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu today for the first time in nearly a month. The White House says they discussed Biden's vision for a two-state solution with the Palestinians. Netanyahu appears to be ruling out an independent Palestinian state, saying Israel must have security control over areas west of the Jordan River. President Biden was also insistent today that the U.S. military will continue attacks against Houthi terrorists in Yemen, despite admitting that what they've done so far has not worked to stop the terrorists from attacking commercial shipping vessels in the Red Sea. CBS's Charlie Daggett takes us on board a U.S. Navy destroyer with a first-hand look at the critical mission there to keep the region safe. 
Inside the Combat Information Center of the Navy's lead guided missile destroyer. These are enemy missiles heading inbound to protecting the baton. A Navy officer identifies three incoming missiles. Stand by for missiles One, two, three, six. The order goes out to shoot them down, then a direct hit on all three. So what you saw here was exactly what you would see if you were on one of the platforms in the Red Sea. This is just a simulation. Houthi threats in the Red Sea are very real. We flew to the USS Arleigh Burke destroyer today from the USS Bataan. Both warships are part of a combined 4,000 strong force of U.S. Marines and sailors across the deployment here. Commander Ty Brown showed us the vast array of weapons packed onto destroyers like this, from torpedoes to harpoon missiles, capable of hitting ships even stocked with Tomahawk cruise missiles. This is exactly the same kind of ship with exactly the same missile defense systems that have been taking down Houthi missiles, even as Houthi rebels continue to step up attacks on the U.S. and its allies. A Houthi missile targeted the USS Laboon just a few days ago. U.S. military officials say it was shot down by a fighter jet. No! And the Iranian-backed terrorist group continues to target commercial ships despite repeated U.S. bombardment by air and sea. And although the Arleigh Burke is currently at sail in the Mediterranean, the commander and his crew are fully aware of rising tensions across the region. I identify as a, they are operating what I call it a really high tempo right now, significantly higher than we've been operating as a Navy for some time. Now we're back on board the USS Bataan tonight, Nora, and the message has been that Marines and sailors are specifically trained to handle anything, but with warships and fighter jets already defending against adversaries like the Houthis, the fight's already real. As one major here put it to me tonight, you train for years for something that may happen in minutes. That's an excellent point, Charlie Daggett. Thank you. Now to two big economic headlines. Today, the National Association of Realtors said existing home sales in the U.S. dropped to a 30-year low in 2023 after mortgage rates climbed to the highest rate in more than two decades. But Wall Street was in a buying mood today, with both the Dow and the S&P 500 closing at record highs. NASDAQ also jumped nearly 2% on the day. Tonight, we take an in-depth look at a disturbing trend this presidential election year. A review of CBS News reveals a surge of so-called swatting attempts targeting public officials, including politicians from both parties. CBS's Scott McFarlane reports these attacks can end with armed police surprising unsuspecting victims. On Christmas Day in upstate New York, we have multiple units responding to uh, your address. Sheriff's deputies raced to the home of Republican Congressman Brandon Williams after someone made a hoax call to 911. A male voice had called and said, I just shot my girlfriend in the head three times and I'm going to commit suicide. Williams was a victim of swatting. Hands up! That's when someone calls authorities to report a fake emergency to trigger an armed police response at the victim's home. This is an assassination attempt. You think so? Absolutely. They are looking for a violent act to happen at your home at the hands of the police. 
Maine's Democratic Secretary of State was swatted 24 hours after she ruled Donald Trump's name should be removed from her state's primary ballot. It seemed designed to send a message to scare me or to silence me. We contacted U.S. Secret Service. They have no knowledge of any fire call for this uh, address. Even the White House was menaced by a false call claiming a fire this week. A review by CBS News reveals there have been more than a dozen swattings of public officials and judges just since Christmas, including two judges overseeing cases against former President Trump. The response teams are all real. They're armed with real guns, real ammunition. And in the end, someone who's totally innocent gets hurt or killed. Former Secret Service Deputy Director A.T. Smith warns swatting incidents can turn deadly, as happened in 2017 in Wichita when police shot and killed a person who moved toward them outside. They don't just knock on the door and say, hey, the police is here. Um, Usually it's a tactical entry. Brandon Williams says the swatting frightened his family. What happens next? Uh, Who's the next person coming up the driveway? And Scott McFarlane is here with us. This is happening a lot, right? I mean, what is the FBI doing about it? The FBI tells us 500 swattings just since May. They have a new command center to better track the cases, they say. But one of the victims from last week, Senator Rick Scott of Florida, has just introduced legislation calling for 20-year prison sentences for swatters. I think they're going to catch these people. Scott McFarland, thank you so much. Well, investigators reveal what they found near a cargo plane engine after it made a fire emergency landing in Miami. That's next. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. Federal investigators say a cargo plane that was forced to make an emergency landing in Miami last night had a hole near one of its engines the size of a softball. I mean, these pictures, look at this cell phone video, shows sparks and flames shooting out of the Boeing 747 jet shortly after it took off. The pilot for Atlas Air Worldwide circled back to the airport and no one was hurt. Just incredible. While there's a widening food recall after dozens of people become sick, we're going to tell you what to look for in your fridge. That's next. Now this consumer alert, the CDC has expanded a warning about salmonella poisoning linked to charcuterie meat trays sold at Sam's Club and Costco. At least 47 people in 22 states have gotten sick and 10 had to be hospitalized. Health officials warned not to eat the Busetto charcuterie sampler or the Fratelli Beretta brand antipasto gran Beretta. All right. 
A Japanese spacecraft made a historic landing on the moon today, making Japan just the fifth country to touch down on the lunar surface. But the lander's solar panels aren't generating electricity, and its battery was expected to run out today. A doomed U.S. spacecraft that was supposed to land on the moon next month burned up over the Pacific yesterday as it entered Earth's atmosphere. On the Road is next. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Finally tonight, the long week of cold weather has many of us wishing we were in a tropical paradise. CBS's Steve Hartman goes on the road with a group of students who show us it's all in the imagination. You may walk to recess. At the Trinity Leadership School near Dallas, Sonia White's first graders were flying high. Come all the way back and walk. Because, as we first reported a few months ago, they had just taken an amazing field trip. Where are you going? Mexico. To Mexico. I love your outfit. It was my first time on a plane. We went inside a cloud. I saw the ocean. Is that your first time seeing the ocean? Mm Mm-hmm. At this point, you've got to be wondering, how could a school afford this? What kind of teacher does it take to fly a class of first graders to Mexico for a day? A very clever one. So just to be clear, you did not go to Mexico. We did not. You did not get on a plane. We did not. You never left the class. We did not. (laughs) What you're about to see is a testament to the power of imagination and the magic teachers have to harness it. Okay, let's find out. After Sonia's students told her their one wish was to fly on a plane, she went full throttle on the pretend. um, Boarding pass and your passport, please. Created travel documents for each child and then boarded them on their flight to Mexico. Okay, guys, we are now at 13,000 feet. You may take out a snack. We had a little turbulence. Boy, it did not scare me. But my friend Lorenzo had a rough landing. Really? What happened to him? He was like... The buy-in really was remarkable. (laughs) One of my students saw somebody that night and they said, what are you doing here? I thought you were in Mexico. And he said, yeah, we were. We got back at three. (laughs) And that's when I was like, they really think we went to Mexico. 
after we first told that story, Southwest Airlines invited the class to its Dallas headquarters to step inside a real plane. Welcome aboard. Experience tray tables and safety cards and begin to wonder where in the world their imaginations might take them next. Did this fuel your desire for more travel? Yes. Do you know North Korea? Yeah, sure. Probably I do not want to go to next. I guess even pretend flights come with travel warnings. Yes. Steve Hartman, On the Road, near Dallas. Imagine what classrooms could do. Travel the world like that. Great idea. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Have a great weekend. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Download speeds up to one gigabit per second. Cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply.